listener production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 23rd of January. And today, we're doing something special. We are turning our spotlight onto cricket. Yeah, sure, the Australian Open of Tennis is still going, and there's some stuff going on in the NRL right now, but today, the focus is cricket, and when you hear the stories, you'll understand why. So, let's open the batting. McSweeney could finish with a couple of court and bowls. And he does. 54-run win for the Brisbane Heat. They're into their third Big Bash final. They'll take on the Sixers. The Big Bash final is set. After defeating the Adelaide Strikers last night, the Brisbane Heat have won their way through to the decider for a chance at revenge against the Sydney Sixers tomorrow night at the SCG. But that's not the real story today. Oh, Oh, he's hit that well. Couple of singles and then Brown just delivers one about 15 rows back. Last night, Brisbane Heat opener Josh Brown went on a rampage. He single-handedly destroyed the Adelaide Strikers' attack, scoring 140 runs from just 57 balls, scoring the second-fastest BBL century of all time in the process, hitting the most sixes ever in a single Big Bash innings, and most importantly, guiding his side into the BBL final. Brown with his ninth six to bring up a most incredible hundred of just 41 balls. The second quickest in the history of this competition. He's done it and a challenger. For those not familiar with Brown's cricketing story, he's something of a journeyman, having played briefly in the UK and having only made his debut in the Big Bash a little over 12 months ago with the Heat. But the real kicker is that Josh Brown makes his own bats. I made it myself. When he's not smacking boundaries for fun, Brown is handcrafting bats for Cooper Cricket, a Queensland bat maker, including the bat he used to send the Heat into the BBL final last night. My guess is a few parents have woken up today to request for a Josh Brown bat for their cricket-loving kids this morning. I want one, I want one, I want one, I want one! Next in the batting order, it's a bit of a googly. Oh, reverse. Reverse! Oh, oh, and the steerage, don't worry about that! Oh. That's a ridiculous shot of a man chock full of confidence, talent, skill. Wow. wow! In the last couple of years, Glenn Maxwell has done his best to prematurely end his cricketing career. In late 2022, he broke his leg chasing a friend at a 50th birthday party that almost resulted in him having his foot amputated. I can't feel my legs. Then, at the ODI World Cup in India in November last year, Maxwell fell off the back of a moving golf cart, resulting in a concussion which ruled him out of Australia's group game against England. And then over the weekend, the man they call The Big Show has chalked up another strange medical incident. 7 News can reveal Australian cricket star Glenn Maxwell was hospitalised over the weekend after a boozy night out here in Adelaide. Channel 7 News has reported that after attending a gig of former Aussie Test fast bowler Brettley's band Six and Out, Maxwell was taken from the venue in an ambulance to the Royal Adelaide Hospital. Maxwell didn't spend the night at the hospital, but Cricket Australia have launched an investigation into what led to the big hitter's medical adventure. It's understood that he was taken to the bar after passing out and friends became worried when he wouldn't wake up. Now, Maxwell was in town for a Blitz golf tournament in North Adelaide earlier in the day. He then made his way to the Gub for a rare gig from Brett Lee's band Six and Out. Cricket Australia says the incident is not the reason Maxwell has been arrested for the upcoming ODI series against the West Indies and that that decision was made before his Adelaide adventure so that he's cherry ripe for the next T20 series. In the meantime, Melbourne Renegades young star Jake Fraser-McGurk has blasted his way into the ODI squad in place of Maxwell for the series against the West Indies. Next up, more cricket. (gasps) 
The biggest question Australian cricket has faced in recent times is who would replace David Warner at the top of the Aussie Test lineup. And while the great Steve Smith has made the move up the order to join Usman Khawaja, for the longest time the answer to that opener dilemma was Will Pukowski. And first runs for Will Pukowski. The Victorian batting protege came through the junior ranks with his name in lights before making his test debut just 22 years of age against India in early 2021. And after an impressive 62 run maiden innings, we thought we were seeing the future. And he picks up 50 in his maiden test match at the SCG. Sadly, Will has been hampered by injury, in particular concussions, having suffered 10 already in his short career. That combined with a shoulder injury that required a full reconstruction and mental health issues have seen Pekofsky's cricket involvement restricted to being a part of Channel 7's BBL coverage. But finally, Pekofsky was back in his cricketing whites yesterday, padding up for Victoria's second 11 against South Australia. And opening the batting, Pekofsky looked good, scoring 43 runs before... His worst nightmare. There's just no way to predict what another head hit would do to this guy. A short pitch delivery from David Grant caught Pukowski on the helmet. Assessed on the field, he was cleared to continue batting, but only lasted a short time before leaving the field with dizziness. After a concussion assessment and a net session, Pukowski was cleared to return to the crease, where he managed to add another 46 runs before eventually being dismissed for 89. Well, that's good news. He's hoping Will's name is back in the conversation with the Aussie Test side again soon. And before we go, let's have a little break from bat and ball and change it to club and ball. Golf is a sport that can take a lifetime to master. And for most of us weekend hackers, we never even get close. This is the worst round of golf I've ever played. Even professional golfers can go their entire careers playing the sport at the highest level and potentially never win an actual tournament. But that's not something 20-year-old American Nick Dunlap has to worry about. History in the desert. For the first time since 1991, an amateur has won on the PGA Tour. Nick Dunlap wins the American Express. Wow. Yesterday, Nick Dunlap became the first amateur to win a tournament on the PGA Tour since Phil Mickelson in 1991 and the youngest to do it in over 100 years after scoring a one-stroke victory in the American Express at the PGA West Golf Course in California. To be a part of history now, an amateur winning on the PGA Tour, what did it mean to have so many people that love you fly in to see this happen? Everything. Um, just the, Even the support from everybody out here, it's, it's been so cool. And, and to, to see some of the people root for me was, was really special. Emotions got the better of the sophomore student from the University of Alabama as he embraced his family and friends who had come out to watch the history-making moment. Or maybe there was another reason for his tears. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. The winner's cheque for the American Express was a cool 1.5 million US, which would be a nice little deposit for a 20-year-old uni student. But Nick is an amateur, which means... You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. While he was crowned the winner of the tournament, due to his amateur status, Dunlap was ineligible to receive any prize money. So, instead, tournament runner-up South African Christian Bezadenote takes home the winner's cash, finally bringing truth to the old schoolyard saying, first the worst, second the best. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.